the the way to go if i was going back and i would if, if if i weren't happy as a priest which i am i really am but if i weren't and i was trying to go back in time to kind of convince myself don't do it don't do it mejor casa there right? yeah, yeah if i was doing that then what i would try to hit on would be like you want to be an engineer that's awesome dude you want to do all you want to you te quieres comer el, el mundo right? you want to do all of those things um do you want to do those alone I'm sitting across Father Joe, a Catholic priest. Yeah, and I'm sitting across Oscar, gay Catholic, layman, husband. what happened in my throat just now um yeah i've been watching it. it's really good um comes out every wednesday we're talking about that what if episode. anyway um have you watched the chosen the chosen what's that no so it's a christian uh no, show I watched it. hold on hold on but it was put together <laughs> by fundraising like crowdfunding uh-huh and they funded this and i i heard um uh i heard it on pints with aquinas i think like and they were talking about it, but it's kind of cool. You should check it out because it's a different take. But it's when like I said, on, on what platform? Or it's like on YouTube or? Um, I saw it on Prime. Okay. But it, I, I I like it because usually when I think of a Christian movie, it's like like a life lesson and like mm-hmm. gets cheesy at one point. It and, does, and, yeah, right? And then, but no, but this they one. They feel like Lifetime movie, like, like the Lifetime movie channel. Uh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Lifetime channel movies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> with acting like that but um yeah, yeah, yeah. no this one has to do with scripture and it actually at the opening of the first episode it actually go read scripture like this is like chosen based on I it's have, you cool. know, now that you're mentioning i have heard people talking about it but i, I haven't really looked into it i i, I would recommend it just because it has a different like almost like a modern take okay on conversations that jesus might have been having in a way like so the writers whoever mm-hmm. wrote it was kind of cool. it's they tie all the lessons of, not all, but, but big moments in scripture, like where it's kind of cool. You should check it out. Okay. I hadn't cool. told you about it, but no, like, I, I don't recommend series. That, and I've, that and I've heard, and, and other people have mentioned it to me. Um, I think you're the first one to actually recommend it. Other oh. people have just mentioned it to me. You're the first one to recommend. I'm not saying that they were not recommending it. I'm just saying that they had just casually mentioned it and. But you're the first person that goes like, no, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. You should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. So maybe now I'll actually cool. watch it. Awesome. So today's episode, the idea, explain it. Okay. Um, where did this idea come from? Um, well, it, uh, for me, this idea came from, so there is this uh, TikTok trend. I guess it's kind of an old trend. I don't think they're doing it anymore. But it um, there was a trend where um, the people that are doing the TikTok would pretend uh, like they're talking to their younger self, right? So a younger version of themselves and their younger self would ask them, the future self or the current self, the present self, yeah. um, would ask him, hey, did we ever get to do that thing that we always dreamed of? Um, and then the older or the present self will be like, yeah, we did. And and, and we did it even better. Let me better. tell you about yeah. it. And so, and so it's like this moment of 
so the TikTok is kind of basically the the trend is basically kind of highlighting something that you're proud of, uh, some sort of accomplishment, uh, some sort of um, we've arrived kind of movement for for people, right? And so that had me thinking, um, it had me imagining uh, what it would be like to go back and talk to a 16 year old uh, Joe, you know, uh, because like, I think like most people, um, there are certain elements of my life that I think I was just wasting time. Like I was just spinning, yeah. spinning my wheels. Like I wasn't really progressing. I wasn't growing. Right. And so even though everyone's always like, oh, you're so young to be a priest, like in seminary, I was not the youngest. Um, in fact, I was I was older than average. Like so. So more than half of my classmates were younger than me. Um, was it the oldest? There was uh, Tom, who was like in his like uh, late 40s, I think. Oh, wow. Um, so, so I wasn't the young. I wasn't the oldest. I, I, when I, he got ordained. Or at the no, start. when I met him. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So, it, well, maybe when he was ordained. I don't know. I'm really a bad judge of character for age. And maybe he was actually younger. But no, he because he has he actually has um, kids that are over 18. So maybe fit, late 40s and uh, 50s or around there. I'm not entirely sure. But then I had a, a Father Aaron, uh, who now Father Aaron, who uh, was 24 when he was ordained a priest. I was 31. Wow. So he was a full, what's six seven years younger than me um why because he felt that call a lot younger right so even when he was in high school he felt this desire to be a priest um and right out of high school 18 years old went right into seminary school and so he was done by the time he was 24 also just like a brilliant guy so he probably skipped a few years just like that guy's um super smart and i'm pretty sure he's going to be a bishop someday <laughs> That's awesome. Who knows if he'll ask. Father I Aaron. He, I don't think he listens to this podcast. You never know. But, um, okay, so then, but there's a twist, right, where. Yeah, so that's that's the TikTok trend. And, and I thought it'd be really cool to kind of do that. Um, But I guess I kind of know how that's going to play out, right? I kind of know how um, I I can see in myself that when I was 16, I wasn't ready for this. Like uh, when I was 16, even when I was fresh out of high school, I was not ready for this. Um, and so and, and so I'm like, OK, so so I kind of know how that's going to play out. So I was thinking instead what we can do and maybe this will be just like a fun little exercise um, is I wanted to try for us to pretend that we're 16. OK, right. Take turns. Uh, that we're 16 years old and to try to kind of take on that mindset to take on the our maturity level match our maturity level match our um, outlook of the world try to remember what 16 what were you thinking what did you want to do with your life what what were your struggles what were your 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 dreams and hopes and all that all that stuff right so to really try to channel your 16 year old self right you as Oscar yes, and yes Joe um, and then I want to challenge the other person um to visit uh in ten, to 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 go on a in a time machine and to go visit that 16 year old other um and to try to i don't know about convince is the right word but but just to talk about the vocation that we are living right now right so for me uh if i visit your 16 16 year old oscar um i would try to tell you about how awesome the priesthood is 
uh, how it's a fulfilling uh, life, um, the things that I love to do and the things that I don't do, but whatever, you know. And so and then the vice versa, you would visit uh, 16 year old Joe and you would talk about uh, marriage and, and your vocation and your life and just kind of say, like, this is really cool. Um, and, and, you know, if, if you, if you put your mind to it, you, if it's, put some work in, this could be you. Kind yes. Of okay. And so vocations is married man, priest, right? Right. All right. right. Awesome. So, right. So we're, we're, <clears throat> we're, we're essentially trying to convince our younger version, the younger version of ourselves of, of, of our own vocation, which is not the vocation of the actual person. Yeah. And so, we're informing in a way. Yes. And, and cool. really, I think this will be really helpful um when it comes to just like people that maybe if 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 our listeners are discerning and they're wondering like am i called to the priesthood or religious life if you're a woman um or am i called to married life then maybe this could be um a kind of uh a foil to kind of use to kind of um bounce some ideas around i I think it's super interesting because um not convincing but informing someone of married life like even if it's a, a lay person that's not thinking of priesthood i think it's kind of it's challenging to even tell like hey like spend the rest of your life with like someone right and so yeah. that's gonna be cool but okay so it, i'm going back in time i'm uh about to meet maybe i know you already through someone or something sure. but what is 16 year old uh uh, Father Joe, like uh, well, I wasn't thinking. Father Joe at the time, right? So well, sixteen, yeah. year, sixteen year old Joe, and actually, when I was sixteen in high school, I didn't go by Joe. Um, everyone knew me as Jose. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't start going by Joe until I until maybe like uh, yeah, when I was around eighteen, nineteen, I started. I, I you like call you know, me I told my people, told my people, <laughs> <laughs> told my people who told your people, other yeah. people. Uh, no, I just told my friends and the people that I kind of had. Um, at home, my parents, my fa- my sisters and my brother had sometimes called me Joe. Um, and I just thought, you know what, that I just kind of want to go by Joe now. Uh, I don't know. You're 18. You want to reinvent yourself or, yeah. or something. But uh, but so when I was in six, when I was six, 16 year old in high school at JB Alexander here in Laredo, um, I would go by Jose. Um, I was never and just to kind of give you some context. Right. Um, I was never in um, in high school. I wasn't a part of any. Uh, I wasn't in band. I was I was never really athletic, so I wasn't really in any organized anything, uh, except mate. I was always a nerd, so I was always um, reading. Oh, uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. I'm a nerd, but I'm a bad reader. Is, is that is that does that not make so sense? What were, so, what were you diving into? I'm just. I think I was just like really all about getting good grades. Cool. I think that's what I'm. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I was. I was all about getting good grades. Um, I was, I participated in like UIL, but like the, the academic, uh, academic, UIL academics. Um, uh, I, w- I did, uh, something called number sense, which is trying to do math, uh, in your head, right? No scratch work. Uh, so that is who, <laughs> that's who you're talking to. Um, to be fair, when I was 16, well, I, I won't share that part just yet, but, um, so when you say that you were into, well, you were actually good with school and mm-hmm. like, right? So um, I was very much a rule follower. Um, I was, Ooh, I, I was that. the kid that everyone wanted to have, like uh, teachers wanted to have in their class. You're making this easy because I could just say, um, build on that. So if I were to meet you and I'm like, um, well, one, you're a good student, right? So mm-hmm. I'm already kind of having an interaction with you. It seems like you're, um, 
I would have been engaged. I yeah, you would have been engaged. Yeah. You're into school. You're actually following rules. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if I'm visiting you, uh, I would say, well, I would actually build on that because I think married life is about rules. And it's about like, like uh, uh, in a way, not being part of the, how you said I wasn't in organized sports. It wasn't. Sometimes we get lost in crowds. And you forget that, like, you might forget that you're married. And I think when you're older, it's like, there is rules. Like, your family comes first, as school did for you yeah. at that point, right? And then I think being good at school, like, probably sets you up to actually be good in, in voc- like, in your vocation now. Because you're, like, um, I guess I would say you're focused, right? Mm-hmm. But before I continue, then I'm going to tell you about my 16-year-old okay. year okay. self, right? Because okay. I, I, you got there, I'm tying rules to, like, like you said, mm-hmm. you were good at following rules. And so for me, 16 year old, I was, I was actually like, uh, about sports. I had just gotten out of, I actually didn't even play basketball. I was at United high school and I didn't play. Ooh, yeah, and, hey, <laughs> we were at rival schools. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't play. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't play basketball, but I was in the basketball class freshman year, but then I There's think a basketball I, yeah, class yeah, there was. Really? I, I realized I was too short for basketball. And so I went and I started <laughs> playing true. soccer. There are NBA yeah, players. Yeah, Muggsy Bogues was, was pretty good. Yeah. But um, so who you would have found at 16, I think I was on to sports. Um, I was also heavy into like into like music, like rap, actually. Okay. And mm-hmm. I liked the lyrics. I think I've shared it in the past, like where... I would I, at that point I would I wasn't paying attention to too many lyrics, but I could actually memorize things and mm-hmm. and so uh, and school I was doing pretty good. Did you ever want to be a part of a band? Um, I I was actually I, not in high school, but in middle school I was part of the the school oh, band, yeah, more right? like the band band. Yeah, but, but, like, a but band, I'm talking about like a like a rock band or you know uh, what I never I I think um I I was more towards. How, how would I say? No, no, I would I, like no. band didn't come up, but soccer was like a big thing. So okay. I was big into team sports. I was super competitive and um, I was playing soccer at the time. And then I what get, did you want to be when you were a 16 year old? I, well, I was playing a lot of like Nintendo, I guess, Super Nintendo at that point. I don't think I don't know the PlayStation oh, was out. And I, yeah, and PlayStation, yes, right? Yes. Okay. So are we the same age? Yeah. So yeah, no, we are. But <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of the of the years like '95, right? '96. Yes, that were PlayStation. '98. Wait, '90. When? It was probably 2000. When you were Actually, 16. Yeah, 16, when you were 2000. 16? Yeah, 2000, 2001 ish. Yeah. So no, I was into video gaming. So I actually remember wanting to be in an art institute and design games and oh, okay, and trying to do that. So. Um, I don't know how you're going to be able to tie that. Like, I'm like just video gaming. I'm playing soccer. And if you were to knock on my, not, but, or meet me and I don't know mm-hmm. how you would convince me to go into, <laughs> but it's going to be cool. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that gives you anything or do you need more context? No, I'm, uh, <laughs> oh. it doesn't help anything. But on the religious side, okay. Since, yeah. Okay. Uh, on Fair. the religious side, um, I shared it in a previous episode where my mom, always like um was having devotional, posadas, right? de- devotional, devotional stuff at home that's right yeah and i would stay inside like i was just probably oh, you weren't a, you yeah, weren't interested i went i wasn't interested my my brother and sister who are younger actually did tomato chines and did all that like me and my older you were never part of any that. youth group you were nah. never an ultra server 
nothing like that. Okay. Neither was I. Um, I knew my prayers, I think. Yeah, I did. I, I knew, but I, I wasn't t- praying. I knew my, and see, I knew my prayers too, but it was because I'm a good student, right? As a yeah. good student, whether at, you know, like at, at, at school, school or at Sunday school, I was a good student. So I memorized all, I was good at memorizing. I was good at uh, just kind of like, if this is what you have to learn. Okay. I will learn it. And I learned it and I learned it well. So, um, yeah, same, same, same. I never belonged to anything. I, in fact, when I was, when I was 16, I don't think that I really, I think we went, I mean, we went, we went to church, but it wasn't every Sunday. Um, it was most Sundays. And if we didn't go, it was no big deal. It was, it was like "Eh, this week we didn't, we didn't get make it. And that's, that's fine. Um, when I was younger, I did want to, when I was, when I was doing, when I was doing my CCD, when I was getting ready for first Holy communion, there I was super into it because I because the the, the learning part of it excited me, um, and so I I I was discovering things about my faith that I didn't know about, so that was exciting for me. Which would later, personally, which would later play into my own vocation story, which is when I started kind of coming back to the. I should I didn't I shouldn't I feel bad saying coming back to the faith as if I had to really live my faith that but when i first really started like hey this is what this is about um it was an intellectual capacity of mine that kind of spurred excitement yeah. and, and and everything anyway but that's but that's not neither here nor there um okay so you want to try to convince me to be to be married yeah so i think um <laughs> really I, I, if you well, met my if you if to, to be fair if you met 16 year old me you would not have a you would not have a hard time convincing me to be married. Really, mm-hmm. were you like a hopeless like what no, did they call hopeless, hopeless romantic? romantic. I, to to this day, I am a hopeless romantic. My favorite mu- movie genre is a rom a rom com <laughs> yeah, romantic comedies. Cool. I'm a sucker for them. Um, top, I'm, I'm like name the top one real quick. What's your <sighs> top romantic? I really comedy? like all. I really like. I, I really love uh, J Lo um, rom coms. Um, so like, I think uh, I just like made of, made I, think of honor? I, just, I think also, <laughs> to be fair, I think I just really like Jay. Yeah. <laughs> is it? But made, yeah, like made, made, made No, it's made in Manhattan. Oh yeah, made um, it. And or uh, Monster in Law. Oh, that uh, one's with cool. Jane Fonda. That's a really good that one. That's cool. Uh, so so the ones with uh, J Lo are really good. Um, but yeah, so I'm so I'm I'm always been a hopeless romantic. Did you watch? Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie, but it's an Ashton Kutcher movie, a lot like Love. No, that's kind of cool. It's a cool movie. They like meet over like like time. It's like it's, mm. it's, it's a it's a cool movie. But it's like um, misconnections, and then they finally get together, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, they meet, and this couple and the stories around these two characters. But like they meet throughout life. It's kind of cool. Okay, like you should watch it. But um, okay, so I wouldn't have a tough time because you're you're kind of you know like uh, I, but you were you envisioning yourself married at that point at sixteen? At sixteen, not anymore. When I was younger, yes. Yeah, but at 16, you weren't. No, at 16, I would have been um, thinking about... At 16, I thought I wanted to be an engineer, um, a civil engineer, which was at my major right out of high school. Um, I thought that I wanted to just, you know, really excel at a career. Um, um, yeah. Like most, like a lot of people, you know, I really thought I wanted to just make a lot of money and, and just like not have to worry about things and be able to like just like go on vacations and, and spend and spend and spend without having to worry about money. I so wanted to, I wanted to be at the, at, at, at the 
top of the game when it came to profession stuff. So I really was um, career minded at 16. Yeah, but you were no longer like um, uh, you weren't like looking uh, date someone and like eventually like like high school. No, in high school, actually in high school, um, I didn't really date. Me either. Actually, we have that Mm -hmm. in common. Yeah. So I don't like. um, So, okay, so marriage. So I think um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like me at 16 and for you at 16, but they don't talk about marriage, at least in school. There's like all you I guess all we see is either home or maybe if you're involved in some organization or maybe a professor or a teacher and like did you see any of that like any do you remember any married uh, men at that point that you're like oh shoot like look they're married, married men oh it's that's an interesting point um because then that would have been something that would have modeled that for us um and i'm trying to think of any oh my god male teachers that i had in high school uh, Mr. Santa Cruz was my teacher. Uh, he was my UIL uh, um, coach, uh, but he was and so he was married. But I don't. But he never. He didn't talk about marriage. So like I knew he was married, but it wasn't a thing that that would have come up in conversation. It didn't come up in conversation. Um, I only mentioned him because I know that you know him. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm trying. I can't remember. I'm sure I did have male teachers. I just don't remember many of my teachers. I had I had one, and I can't remember his name. But let me tell you a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. That's the first married like teacher couple I remember. So they like, were both they were both teachers at United. At United. And, I see that. Okay, that's interesting. And, and I remember it was kind of cool seeing this that and they were young at that point. Like uh, it must have been like in our age now, right? Like young at that point, but they had been married. And and I remember seeing them walk like. When I would take drive, I would drive down international or Mm -hmm. I wouldn't drive at that point. But when we would be down international, like I would see him walking in the afternoons. And that was kind of cool. And I remember like, oh, wow, like, like they have a life outside school. Yeah, yeah. Like like when you see your teachers outside school and all that. But I'm trying to think because. (laughs) Or you're you're a priest. I imagine people freak out when they see me. I know that they do because they're like, oh, look, it's it's fire. (laughs) When I'm like at H-E-B or something. Or they're like, he's walking. Oh, my God. He's running. (laughs) He's buying food. (laughs) How weird. Yeah. Um, No, but yeah. So I'm trying to think of that because it would be. So I'm showing up and I'm telling you, like, I I don't know what model of marriage I can show a 16 year old if if we're not seeing it at that point right so mm-hmm. i think i would go based off of like almost career day type of deal like uh-huh. like if if you're asking me i guess what questions would you ask a married man at 16 would be the my question to you so if i come and i give you a speech like or i talk about being married if that that's something school did which i think would be pretty cool like um would it yeah, I think most people are going to get married anyway, so you, I don't think you have to promote it very much. Uh, well, I saw nowadays statistics say the that the divorce that, that, rate is crazy. Well, the divorce rate has been crazy for a long time, but apparently less people are getting married now too. Like uh, a lot of people are just opting to co cohabitate, live together, and not get married, etc. But uh, that's a topic for another yeah. But day. what question would you have at sixteen for a married as a hopeless romantic? Yeah, I would have asked. Um, how did you? How did you know? <laughs> How did you know she was one? Okay, so how did you know, or when did you know, or, or, um, yeah, that I think that's the question I would have asked. Oh my god, that's a deep question. It is like because 
I don't think it's one thing, and I don't think you. I think you know over time. So, it's interesting you say that because as a priest, I get that question all the time, and people seem to think it's the most normal question in the world. How did you know? When did you know? When did you feel called to the priesthood? When did you? uh, How? Yeah. So that question for me gets asked all the time. Like when when I when people find out I'm a priest, they're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. That's really interesting. Like, so when did you know or when did you hear a call? Like and so people expect a concrete, precise moment where I was like, yeah, yeah, this is what I want. And and so it's that's why I, and, and it's similar. And so, like, it's interesting. This is a we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're touching on something that's interesting. It's like, why is that not a thing that I can ask a, a, a couple if it's. If it's just as much a vocation, if it's just as much a vocation uh, to a life of service, etc., um, why isn't that a question? Or yeah. is it a question that maybe we just don't dwell on? I, I think I would share at that point is that you you don't know at one moment, but you know over time. And I really do think like when when someone is dating, that you it's not like um, uh, you're trying this out. It's actually if you if you I remember like like for example Cassie and I. Like we, we met the family and like holidays together and you see the dynamics of of the family. And, and I think I um, some I guess I've seen this or let's just use movies, for example. But like there's movies like where uh, there's a storyline of like married couple and like they don't like the in-laws. And yeah. it's almost like an, a norm now. Like like there's like jokes about La Suegra and mm-hmm. jokes about El Suegro and. And for me, I haven't experienced that. And I think because, and really, like, my, my parents it, hang out. Is it because they're listening? I'm no, 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 no. My parents <laughs> hang out with my suegros. We just had, yeah. like, <laughs> I know, I know. But, but like, for the listeners, like, like uh, if you're 16, I would say that you, you won't know until it's not a, like, a one-time thing. But I think over time, and I would say, like, cycle a year, like, in a way, in dating, really, truly, like, dating and i would say like it's almost like you date an idea i guess like so if you're into you're into engineer and like you want to become an engineer you want to study that i would say like really find out what that engineer does day in day out and and figure out like and i would say that's a lot like oh like my marriage i would probably throw it in lightly Mm -hmm. like like oh this is like like yeah, you're marrying that career. I, I would probably go in through school like for you Mm -hmm. like uh, like, i'm not trying to find parallels that might have worked that might have worked. It would have worked. No. See, I think I think I think that as a hopeless romantic, the the way to go, if I was going back and I would if, if if I weren't happy as a priest, which I am, I really am. But if I weren't and I was trying to go back in time to kind of convince myself, don't do it, don't do it, mejor casa there. Yeah, yeah. If I was doing that, then what I would try to hit on would be like you want to be an engineer? That's awesome, dude. You want to do all you want to you te quieres comer el, el mundo, right? You want to do all of those things. Um, do you want to do those alone? Oh, like but, that, but that, a sixteen-year-old, you think you'd be like as what, a hopeless romantic? But would would as you be hope- analytical? Like oh, like oh, alone? I don't know. What do you mean? Like with friends or like no? Would you ask that type of question, or you would know it's? Like, I think I would know. Okay, instantly. that's cool. As a because that's how diehard of a romantic. I am right. Like I, I would have like instantly like you're right. Yeah, like de qué me sirve? Like what good is it to have all of that and then be alone? Um, and, and I think that that would have been. Ooh, that I think that little that little line. You're gonna do all that by yourself. I think that would have been. Or who are you gonna share that with? Too, like right? those riches that you're gonna get. Who are you gonna share them with? Yeah. Like because I think 
it's like once you make the money, like what do you do with it? Yeah. Like so, it's kind of cool. Okay. Okay, we'll segue into mine. So, you're 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 meeting me. Um, like sports, so convince me to go into the priesthood. I think as a if if I were, if I'm meeting you and you're and you're super into sports, I would try to build on the fact that team sports are are organized according to a common goal. Um, and as a team, someone that plays team sports tends to have this, this desire for camaraderie, this desire for, you know, like these guys are not just my, my teammates. They're my friends. They're my brothers. Um, uh, we, we, we either win together or we lose together, but we're all going to do it, everything together. And I would try to build off of that, right? This idea that, that look, man, you can live your life um, as if you're the only one that matters, as if you're the only one that um, th- that you have to please or that you have like you have to just look out for number one. You can live your life like that. And there are plenty of people that do that. And at the end of the day, um, they have some successes. They have not all of them. Right. Some of them have limitations and some of them have, um, you know, epic failures. Um, but when we live a life of community right then this guy's successes are my successes too this guy's failures are mine too um and we're able to kind of like be in solidarity with each other when it comes to our failures but but i would try to highlight like but 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 we're but we're progressing together um you know as a church right um and so that's where i think that that's where i would begin to kind of uh, try to chip away at this idea that that we are all interconnected um and 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 from that to try to get to a place where we we want to uh selflessly give of ourselves for the good of the team right for the good yeah. of the of, of of the whole yeah um, no i i think um I, I can't remember the father's name but he was at st patrick's mm-hmm. and um he like created a little soccer field like at mm-hmm. st patrick's and i remember playing soccer and he would ref the games um and he would ref and we would have just interactions on like soccer right so like like oh you guys are playing this team etc i i'm trying to think if if you're having that conversation with me of like and tying the whole hey you know how you guys are doing like a team sport like um like uh i i think you need to get me into church first right and 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 then built that like, sure, like yeah, it's, yeah. oh yeah 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 this, this is not an uh, yeah this is not going to be the one conversation that you're like you're right i should be a priest yeah no because if anything it's going to make you like you're right i should i instead of being uh, uh a a you know video game designer i should become a professional soccer yeah, player ha- have you no. <laughs> have you uh brought someone into seminary like who who's in charge of that? Sorry. Like let's just say you see So there's some, a vocation director for our diocese. So they see someone out in the world. Can you like randomly select people and be like, hey, you might <laughs> might want you can't abduct them. No, no, no. But like 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 this guy, like Absolutely. We're we're we are called to be fishers of men. A lot of times that freight that that um that particular um passage in the Bible of Jesus call, telling his disciples that he's gonna make Fish and make of them fishers of men is very often used when it comes to vocation work. Um, and so while there is a vocation director for a diocese, uh, the church has always said that it is really 
everyone's duty, everyone's job to identify people that may have a vocation to invite them to um, kind of um, one presented as a, as a valid option um, and then to support it. Right. If, if, if there is a vocation there. Yeah, because I think um, the priest and not just with me, but I remember playing soccer and like and I'm at St. Patrick's. But like I would think like if I would keep an eye out, I, not that I was a person giving my team advice, like I don't think I was that aware to like be like, hey, like we got this, we're going to win. But I think if you would if you would see that behavior in me, you could probably be like, hey, that can, that's really useful. Like I don't think at that point. Yeah, my mom like supportive, like school everything like smooth but there wasn't anyone like like you know when cuando tienes un don or like it's like people identify yeah, it i don't yeah. think i i think you would need to identify that there so that then you could then tie it into the preset i i'll share it lightly here but like i i've um told you like one thing that I, i'm gonna call it a program and i'm sorry if i'm using the wrong like terminology for it but like like uh the f formation i guess for deacon like I've I've looked a little over there, like just kind of like, and that's all I'm gonna share, right? But like, and in my age, like I don't think I could balance it right now with Bella and like like married life and all that. But like, I, I guess my 16 year old self, I I would have won it if I like also on my side, right? Like mm -hmm. if I wasn't happily married and I just want to like you were trying to convince do, yourself like, otherwise. Yeah, and I want to <laughs> and I want to be like a, I'm like okay, what can I do, right? What can I marry? Like if it's a profession or like a vocation, uh, I think it, it would be good if you just got me to. <coughs> I didn't choke up. I'm like like it's my cock. <laughs> Y'all can't see him, but he is he is bawling. He is crying. He's out of control. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hold on. Um, oh, it would have been cool if someone just got me to like <coughs> turn turn to the side and just see it, see something like almost like a mirror that <clears throat> I could see myself there. And I think it's the same now. Like it's like we just take a look and it's like you just need that one look. I think that's a, that's a great insight. Um, when 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 you're discerning, right? A lot of people don't discern their vocation. I think, like I, like I said a little while ago, I think everyone's default is I'm getting married eventually, right? I think most people that's think true. that. I, I agree. There are some people that say, I never want to get married. That, that, but that's very that really is, but exactly and the ones that's a minority the ones that say it i think they're just yeah. being cool i'm gonna call it like or, i think or they're just like in case i don't know uh, no, no, or, or, or tipo like i'm just picky yeah okay. yeah so but but i think the vast majority of yeah. people think and will eventually True. get married right so that's kind of our default um position so a lot of people don't really discern right but if someone really stopped and, and was really asking god what am I called to do? Am I called to be, you know, in, in a in a committed love relationship of marriage, or am I am I called to a committed life of love lived in religious life or priesthood, etc.? Um, if someone really is discerning, then they're going to, or or part of that process of discerning is saying is asking yourself or or trying to see yourself in that position. Yeah, you know, like can I envision myself? doing what a priest does day in day out almost like an internship <clears throat> exactly yeah, yeah and definitely um 
So my process, like when I started living, uh, when I started discerning, one of the first things I did is I moved in to Casa Guadalupe, House of Discernment here in Laredo, and I lived with a priest so that I could see what a priest does. Because oh, like wow. most people, I thought, well, he says mass. What else does he do? So, so was that like know. an internship type of deal? Uh, I mean, later I would have a formal internship, um, but it was like the start. Yeah. I mean, it really was like a um, come check it out and see what it's what it is uh, a little closer, a little up close. Um, because as we pointed out earlier, like when you asked, like, were there any married men at school, any married teachers that you could have seen and you could have uh, been like, OK, like, I, yeah, I, I could see myself doing that. Not as a teacher. Actually, I discerned. I thought about being a teacher at some point. Um, Same. But I don't know that I can do it. Um, as the, but 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 if there had been, then I would have been able to at least try to put myself in their shoes and kind of see like, okay, could I do my? Could I do that? This I want to take it somewhere. So, um, it's it's you know career days and um, you're coming up. You're 16. You're almost you know you're about to graduate, and the next two years are gonna go by super fast. Yes. Um, and um, you're gonna. Uh, select your major some people know it some people are like sold on it they discern that and they they choose a career i guess a career path yeah. and that's what they're gonna do and there's a lot of career days and all that i think like um to to kind of like how people might not discern but like there should be a vocation day i don't know if like career vocation very different like there's is there a difference there am i yeah there's a huge right? difference okay, okay. i mean you have what, a what would be the difference like well, is, See, I've is, never heard those is being words. a husband your is is being a husband your career? No, no. So career is paid. Being, I was gonna say where you work. I don't career anyway. you get paid for. Right. Vocations. Well, I got paid to life. be a priest, kind of, <laughs> kind of, uh, barely. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. People. Insert GoFundMe. I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Imagine insert a GoFundMe <laughs> message here. Visit my GoFundMe page. <laughs> Link in the bio. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, be, because you can, at least for, for married people, you would have a, you could have a career that's distinct or maybe is a, is a, is a function of your, your, um, of your vocation, but a vocation is something yeah, right? different. The, the difference is that, or the, the difficulty maybe in kind of describing the difference is that normally when we talk about vocations, most people will default to priesthood and religious life that that's they forget that marriage marriage is a vocation in itself single life is a vocation right um so we kind of we we sometimes kind of um uh kind of blur the line between uh vocation and, and career because we think of a priest well that's a vocation and that's i mean for at least for me that is effectively what i would i mean if i have a career it, it is that the priesthood is more than just a career but but it is Right. I mean, there there are elements to it uh, that that are that are similar. Like I had to go to school for it. I have, I, you know, I this is what I do for a living. This is what I do day in day out. So it is career ish, but there's more to it. Yeah. So I, I thought of this. Okay. So and I'm building on this. It's going somewhere, which is um, the so it's vocation day. We have our vocation booth. Uh huh. And like, what do you think would call me to yours, or how would you get my attention to like visit your booth, and and consider being a priest and then i would have my married booth and like 
we're at vocation day and i think that's a, a good idea and this is good because and that does happen at catholic schools of why by catholic the way that's schools... that sounds super like out there like that's a good idea like it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not the first one that came up with this <laughs> like it's an original idea it's not uh so yeah i mean we talk about career days and that's true <laughs> i i i think i did I've i did have a conversation vocation day fy in catholic schools would have it well, yeah, but yeah, like, Catholic I'm like in United. Yeah, you didn't go to You're Catholic at Alexander. School. Exactly, exactly. We didn't go to Catholic schools. Um, and in your and in your days when you were doing your first Holy Communion and your confirmation prep classes, there would have, if you had a good catechist, there would have been at least one moment where vocations okay. were touched upon, right? Um, but fair point. Like that's like one day when you were maybe like one or two days when you were preparing for first Holy Communion. One or two days when you're preparing for confirmation, four days total in your life that someone has talked to you for about yeah. a for about 15, 30 minutes about discerning a vocation. As opposed to careers, we have career days, but not only do we have career days, but we have um, entire um, just our culture just by and large says that after high school you go to college or you go to some technical school or you learn some sort of life trade and that's going to um lay out what your career is going to be right um and that's not four days that's like you're you're bombarded with it right uh any teenage i would imagine with algorithms and and and, and how you know uh, the internet spying on us and all that. Yeah. I would imagine that most teenagers, even if they never searched a university on their cell phone, are probably still getting on their social media ads for um, universities, for this kind of program, that kind of program, because mm -hmm. that's what that's what the culture, that's what society says people need to do. You need a career. Yeah, and all right. the TV shows are out there. All the you TV have shows like Grey's Anatomy. And, mm -hmm. Like people want to become doctors because. Yeah, they watch that show. I think I read that somewhere, um, and and there's all these shows, and they're there every week and at a certain time, and and then yeah, everyone wants to be an influencer right now because mm -hmm. the TikToks all over the place. So to go back yeah. to your question about like, so if 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 I'm setting up a booth on career day, yeah, it's not a career. Priest is not career. Vocation but, day. Well, realistically, at, at, at United High School, they're not going to have a vocation day. So realistically, if I somehow convince the principal and the superintendent of United ISD, uh, if I could have a booth at yeah, career yeah. day at United High School when you were 16 back in 2000, 2001, yeah. um, what, would I, what would I want that booth to kind of transmit as the message, right? I think one of the things that I, that that booth would necessarily have to do is it would have mm -hmm. to try to explain what a priest does. Because again, before you met me, did you have an adequate idea of what a priest does 24 hours, seven days a week, I 365 did. days a year? No. No, neither did I. I had no clue. I was like, oh, he says mass and I don't know, I guess praise all day in the church. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, lots of people have that kind of Quest, big question mark like i have no idea right and so one of the things that the booth would have to tr transmit is like what it is that we do and obviously we're going to want to highlight the, the the cool stuff right like we are there when people are dying and we're bringing you know yeah. healing and, and and hope uh we're there and baptisms and 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 uh and um and weddings and and the the significant moments of people's lives we get to be a part of that um 
I think another essential um, thing, it's not, a, it's not a thing that you show like here it is on a, on a, on a slideshow or anything or on a picture or on an infograph, but you also have to demonstrate that there can be profound joy lived out in the priesthood. So, because if you went up to a booth and there was a priest there and he's like, yeah, well, you know, we do need priests and, uh, uh, might as well be you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And he and he looks, you know, amargado. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just like yelling at people because they're, you know, they're chewing gum, and and and, and he doesn't think there should be chewing gum in the in the in the, in the gym or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, like you know, what I'm saying like like if 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 there is as opposed to someone that's standing there who is uh, joyful and and is excited to be there, um, then then that makes a world of a difference. That doesn't mean it's going to convince. I don't think that I, BT dubs. I don't think I could have convinced you when you were 16. I don't think I could have yeah. um, because, uh, because there has to be that little seed. Uh, there has to be a, a, an authentic call. So it's not about convincing people to be a priest when they're not called to be a priest, but it's about um, presenting, um, you know, presenting the facts, right. Showing them like that. This is a valid option. This is a, that, the, that there is joy to be had, uh, to try to help them to kind of envision themselves doing it and 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 being involved in all that, um, and if there is a vocation, then there's there's going to be a response mm. to that. Um, yeah. I think the same thing with with marriage. Yeah. I think you would have with me. I think that you would have had more success than I would have had uh, because again, working with you would have been culture, would have been society, right? You're going to get married, right? Because 95% of people get married. And if you don't get married, you're going to be that weirdo. Yeah, that's true. You're going to be that weirdo que se queda, right? Um, <laughs> that's an unfair, it's an unfair thing to say to people because some people aren't called to marriage and so they don't get true. married. And so it's valid. Um, but that's what society would, 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 that's how it paints it. ¿verdad? Te quedaste, ¿verdad? No yeah. te, se quedó, you know? Um, and so there's, there's a negative connotation to that. And so what I'm saying is that you would have you would have had an easier time to try to convince me because you would have it would not just be your voice. It would be yeah, the like voice. The, yeah, so many other voices. Yeah. Uh-huh. In a way at that point. Cool. So let's segue into um, the random question of mm-hmm. the show. Sure. We'll do that and then we'll come end with some final thoughts on us trying to convince our 16-year-old version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. All right, so our random question of the day today, that's redundant. The random question of the day uh, is what decade would you love to have grown up in? And I guess you can kind of also decide where. So this is the the question is actually asking like in time, but let's include space too, because you could say uh, the 80s, pero in Mexico or something like that. You know? Yeah, I think because I, as a as a minority, I don't know if I would want to live in the U.S. Um, in the in the eighties, in the twenties well, or the thirties. See, I'm right? not thinking about that. But um, <laughs> for me, there's a grow up in. So I was born in the eighties, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm from eighty four. 
but I would have loved to have been a teenager in the 80s. Like, I, I, okay. I think I'm copying out with that one, but I'm going to tell you why. Mm -hmm. It might be different for music people. is bomb. Yeah, like, the everything is, like, evolved. Like, the hip-hop scene is... And is is kind of burgeoning. Uh, and they're just kind of exploding. Yeah, fun that. fact, I used to be into breakdancing also in high school. No kidding. Yes, and I, I wasn't good, but... <laughs> But but I had I had a would you would you bring out like a little, a little uh, a cardboard I have I have a, a cousin of mine Mike if he ever listens to this que dice andale andale wey tráete el el cartón like when, when, when I see him still to this day because he wants to battle según él but anyways I would have loved to have been a teenager in the eighties uh -huh. uh, get get rid of all the Michael Jackson like like uh, pro issues outside the music yeah. stuff right but like like. King Thriller? of Pop, man. He's, Are you kidding he, me? There's a reason why he's referred to as the King of Pop. Yes. You gotta convince me, man. So where would I want to be? Like, I think it would be New York. I think that's where everything was. I think that's where everything was happening. I don't know. I don't know the the history of like breakdancing and the, in detail where it, it evolved. But like hip hop, that scene, I think it would have been cool. Like the Adidas track. I would suit, imagine that it would have been in, 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 in like a New York. Um, and then I think Nike's setting. coming up during that time. Like. There's a cool documentary for any that are interested of the about uh, Michael Jordan's like air air air, air jumpman shoe one, and there's <laughs> like like there's like a whole documentary on the shoe and everything that it stirred during the '80s. So it's kind of cool. And yeah, Michael Jordan got drafted in '84. So man, there's a documentary on this. Yes, but the way, hold on hold on i'm never gonna watch that no no you actually should because they tie culture into it you should <laughs> i don't know you want to watch this documentary about a shoe hey, you're like know. you're not really selling it i mean you're not it's not really selling it. let's just say it's it's sterile um there's there's a lot of movements around the shoe but anyways like that's my 80s is, is yours the same you know the 80s is a is a 80s music has always been um like just wonderful to, to kind of listen to on my XM radio on, on in my car. Um, that's that's one of the first presets is the eighties. Uh, oh, I like that eighties on eight uh, channel. Um, so that 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 I think that's a tempting one. Um, but I think I I would love to live in um, uh, at the at the turn of the uh, when during uh, revolutionary times. Um, revolutionary times every age and and lord knows in the last two years we've experienced a lot of historic events right um and in our lifetime i mean we were we were in high school we were both in high school when 9 11 happened yeah. uh, so so there's been a lot of historic events that have gone on uh during our lifetime um i think a lot of them have been um catastrophic yeah, like and, and, and and right uh so it'd be <laughs> i don't know like and this is just kind of uh musings but like be cool to kind of experience uh, uh, historic events that are that are foundational and they're like cool and they're like well. So which one are you thinking of? Like, like what 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 revolutionary event are you thinking of? Like, like the American Revolution. Okay, like okay, the, okay. The, yeah, the American Revolution. Also, maybe it's because I just rewatched Ham Hamilton, Hamilton for the fortieth time last night. Um, so maybe that's part. <laughs> maybe that's. Why. I like that. Yeah, I love that. I love the music to that thing. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I was thinking of. It's crazy, but uh, the other day I was driving around and I was thinking of like Michelangelo and like like Da Vinci, like that that time, mm -hmm. and if they would have had like 
social media like i think that would be a cool show to like someone to develop but it's kind of like i could just picture michelangelo like taking progress pics of like this the the chapel right the oh the 16th yeah yeah and like like if they would have been procrastinators with our with our technology see, michelangelo didn't want anyone to see it until it was finished so i don't think he would have posted anything on social Ooh, media like he didn't that. want anything see he wouldn't it be he, a cool show he wanted show? it to to be fully finished before they, they, they watched it that would be a cool that would be kind of interesting to kind of uh, in, in how imagine. those figures yeah, yeah like would deal with the technology yeah. now i but feel like it'd be a good snl skit and <laughs> just add some comedy there yeah that'd be cool cool um cool all right so we'll get back into the episode and we'll just if we get into if not that you're i think you hit on a point which is not it's not trying to convince but if you had to make the priesthood desirable like our oh no let's talk the opposite the opposite sorry i think that's better like um yeah what are some closing thoughts on like like if if um you wanted for me to convince your 16 year old so we kind of hit on it a bit but like uh what do you think a married person would need to do like and i don't know maybe it ties into like how we could model that now I guess. Yeah. Is that too deep to close it? No, on that? no. I, mean, okay, I think that's, cool. I think that's good. Um, so, so if I'm hearing you right, it's kind of like, okay, uh, final, final one minute to try to convince yeah. me that, 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 that marriage is, is worthwhile and, and desirable. Is that basically what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, I think I would I would try to. Okay, I mean I don't want to I don't want to say it as a as a I would try to I, I want to try to literally pretend like you're 16 years old and I'm talking to you. So I'm gonna close my eyes. FYI, <laughs> uh, y'all can't see that, but yeah. I'm gonna close my eyes. Okay, so then I'd be like, I'd be like Oscar. Mm, there. Um, Am I back to being a priest and trying to convince you to priest? No, no, no. You're back to being a, a 16 year old, and you're telling me like, if I, I really want to be convinced on marriage, then I think this is what would have or would 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 have me what, or you. What would help you? You're saying it because I'm trying to convince you. Because we already at the beginning of the show or all the show, we okay. I was giving my point on how I would tell you about marriage, and you were saying about priest. So now. You're actually giving your perspective as a 16-year-old saying like, you know, if I really was considering married life, I think this is what. And, okay. And like little tidbits of. Does okay. that make sense? I think no? so. I, I think so. Let's try it. And maybe I'm, I'm cheating because maybe I'm, 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 I know I'm cheating because I'm, I'm essentially taking what I know now. And it would have, this wouldn't have been present as a 16-year-old, but. I think to some degree, whether I realized it or not, when I was 16, I wanted my life to have meaning. I wanted my life to matter and, and, and to have a significant impact on the world. At the time, I thought engineering would be a, a way to kind of appease my own desires and hopes and dreams uh, but to some degree, I still saw that as a way to, um, to give back and to, to contribute to society, to contribute to the world. Um, but I think lurking, that's not the right word, uh, 
you know, just hovering just underneath the surface uh, was this desire for my life to have, um, yeah, like a, an impact. And so if you were trying to convince me to be to, uh, about marriage as a worthwhile, beautiful location, I would say that it would have a tremendous impact on my wife. It would have a tremendous impact on the children that God blessed us with. And through them and with them and in them, I would be able to give back to the world um, and in that process be fulfilled and feel like my life had meaning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah, no. That, 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 like, in other words, just adding how the married life can actually bring that mm -hmm. to fruition, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, marriage at the end of the day is a sacrament that is at the service of the church, at the service of the world. So marriage, contrary to popular belief, is not about just my wife and me and, and our kids, but it's like my wife and me interacting with the world yeah. and showing the world that love is real and possible and forgiveness can still be had and lived in a world that's often so consumed with hatred and violence. Yeah. I think for me, you as, told me to go deep. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> good. I think for me as a 16 year old, and I was thinking of like what I shared at the beginning, which is I was, um, well playing organized sports and I really, at that point wanted to like design video games. I was just into them. I think it was, a a good uh, pastime, I guess, but not in those words. I think back then I was just mm -hmm. like, Oh, I like playing this. Right. But like now looking at that. And so when I think of the priesthood, I'm, uh, like you said, and it's kind of unfair from my end too, because now I know the mm -hmm. behind the scenes in a yeah. way. Well, I don't know all of it, but I, yeah, I have an idea. Yeah, I have a good insight. insight. Yeah, just with my relationship with you. Um, I, I think I too, without knowing it, I don't think I was as aware as you were at that point. Like you wanted to be like an engineer. For me, I, I wanted to do art and I wanted um, to create video games. But I think at, at behind that, was I wanted to like create something cool and like just be known for it. I, I really think that's at the core and usually things I do now, like there's that that not lurking, right? Because that seems like it's yeah, lurking, that, but like that hovering. Yeah, Halloween's being, coming up. <laughs> yeah, that hovering below the surface for me is like you. we do want to do important things. I think everyone wants to like make this life significant and you want to do something amazing with it. And so I think below the surface, uh, uh, there was that, right? Like if I created a video game, it would be cool. It would be, I would be known for it. And so I think the priesthood, uh, shares that one thing, one concept that I've had, which is it's an idea and I'm sure other people have had it, but like, we're all in a way, a celebrity to like a group of people, very, like it might be your family, mm -hmm. uh, if for you, it might be your parishioners and, and like, we see that and I think the priesthood not to sell like, Hey, you're going to be important and you're going to be in front of people. But um, I think the priesthood would be a calling for me. I think it's super, um, it's contrary to all the society. It, you would be basically asking me to like, kind of like, uh, how, how is it like you drop what you're doing and, and, and you follow, right? Mm -hmm. And you follow this calling. And so I think it's more difficult. I think I agree with you. I think married life is like easier to sell to someone. But the priesthood, I think I would have been told on that, that you do make, 
a big impact that if you're looking for significance and you want to do something that's that's really significant and cool in 16 year old terms then being there for important events whether it's married life um, i'm sorry marriages or baptisms or celebrations like that even blessing businesses like you mm -hmm. see like priests be a part of big things and then the big thing I, i i think it's it's that the priesthood does have all that and and i think if i could point people somewhere of someone that's really famous uh mark Wahlberg, mm -hmm. right if you go to his instagram and you like kind of just scroll through it He's a devoted Catholic, like he calls priests during pandemic, not calls them, but has priests visit his house to celebrate mass. And so I think um, that'll tell you how important priests are. And mm -hmm. I, I don't think I could re remember the name of the priest that went to his house or anything like that, but they played an important role. So if you're looking for significance, I think for me as a 16 year old, if someone could tell me like, hey, you actually get to do all that cool, cool stuff. And then maybe if you played a video game with me, I'd probably be like, ah, like, boom, let's do that. <laughs> you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really like, I feel, I feel like I'm kicking myself right now because you're, you, I, I, and, 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 and I feel like it, it, I should have known better. You're right. And for you, uh, that creative, uh, that, that, that desire for, for creativity is so strong, um, that, that, that should be something that could be explored too is, is, is where does creativity come in when in, in, in the life of a priest and um, how are you able to be creative in, 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 in uh, for me, like in homilies yes. and, and kind of crafting together a great homily or um, something like that. So I think that's a thing. That yeah. I and I've asked you about like, that. Man, I'm like, yeah. how do you put your homilies together? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's kind of cool. the ball. I should have said, I should have, I should have, I should have looked at that. No, but you made a, I think we both, I hope we made a case for it. And, 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 <laughs> and but, if we didn't, well, but that's cool. Jesus I think it was challenging. I like this because <laughs> you fun. go back and it's better than the TikTok uh, challenge that's out there for that. So <laughs> I don't think it's a challenge anymore. Is it? No, Everything's a challenge now. But yeah, but like everything, yeah, what I'm saying, like they're so short lived that there's like constantly new ones. And so people are going to listen to this and be like, That was months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But anyway. Cool. All right. So we'll be back next week. Um, you won't see us. You'll hear us. You'll hear us. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Peace. <laughs>